0: Have you ever had a coach, maybe as a kid playing soccer or for your high school swim team? Perhaps you've had one as an adult for your business. It's just someone who has a personal experience and knowledge on a very specific subject and can help you get to where you want to go faster and with less frustration. In my interview with Meredith today, she shares what her experience has been like since hiring a fitness coach and just how much she has improved in her fitness journey because of the accountability, the support, and the expertise her coach has provided her. Meredith is a mom, proud wife, and obstacle course athlete. After going through a tough postpartum journey and feeling lost on where to get started, Meredith's original goal of losing her baby weight evolved into so much more than she could have ever imagined. An avid love for fitness racing competitively and becoming the ambassador for live training center and starting a nutrition and lifestyle coaching business. Meredith is dedicated to helping women achieve the life and health they've always dreamed of through her science-backed tools and latest research on behavior change. She provides the tools, accountability, and roadmap for anyone to be successful. Meredith wholeheartedly believes that the key to happiness is creating a life that is in line with your goals and values and giving yourself grace every step of the way. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a busy entrepreneur, mom to four boys, wife to a SWAT sniper, and I have been gifted the task to spread the message about the impact your health plays on every area of your life. When you put your fitness and nutrition as a top three priority in your life, every single area improves, including your business bottom line. Join me as I interview some amazing women and gain insight into their health journeys, their struggles, their setbacks, and how you can overcome your own. Hi, Meredith. Thank you so much for being on the Fit for Business podcast today. How are you? Good.
1: I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) I am so excited to have you. And what I like to do first is just so we get an idea real quick. How would you describe yourself in three words? If you could describe yourself three words, what would you say?
1: I would say kind. And that was just something that my dad told me every day of my life. He was like, just be kind to everybody. And as a kid, I was like, yeah, yeah, dad. Okay. Like now that I look back, I'm like, that is the best advice ever. Just to be kind. Um, you just don't know what people are walking through, and the second one was inspiring. I'm, my goal is just always to inspire people to, to go after their dreams and whatever it is that they, they want to do, and the last one is approachable. Um, just to be, you know, I want people to feel comfortable coming up to me, asking me like how I got to where I am, and, um, and just be an open door for anyone that might be struggling.
0: Yeah. I like those a lot. Approachable is one that I will be honest. I've probably struggled with in, in my like corporate world. Uh, but I think it is such an important, uh, quality. So that's really great. And I would agree with all three of those.
1: Um,
0: okay. So tell us just then even more who you are in this season of life. Are you married? Do you have kids? Uh, what does your life look like? What are your hobbies? And then a little bit about the
1: business that you have. Absolutely, um, I'm married to my wonderful husband Ryan, and we have a two and a half year old little guy. His name is Maverick, and we also have a little baby bean on the way. Um, I I've been in pharmaceutical sales for ten years, and honestly, I thought that's what I would do until I retired, and until about a year ago, um, the Lord really put on my heart that it was time to do something different. And I didn't know what it looked like then, but I just kept hearing him say, like it's time. And just go for it. And I was I was really scared, but I feel like I'm starting to to figure it out. But I just feel called. I'm like I have to make an impact. I have to do this now. And I still have my full time job, but I have my coaching business on the side, and um, I do nutrition and lifestyle coaching, and just helping women create a life that is aligned with their values and their goals. Um, as far as hobbies, I love anything outdoors. So we live in Florida, so we boat a lot and go to the beach and um, we're not working. We're just kind of having family time, living life.
0: That's awesome. So t- tell me uh, a little bit more. So your, the job, your nine to five, you said was in pharmaceutical? Yes. Okay, so what, yeah. what do you do?
1: Um, so I call on doctor's offices all day long. Um, I'm going maybe like 10 to 15 doctor's offices a day talking to physicians about uh, medications that we can make for their patients. Um, And a lot of times it's really sick patients. And now we're trying to find a solution for them if they can't, if they're allergic or they have to have a specific dose of something. So it's pretty cool. And I, and I enjoy it and I love the flexibility of it. But at the end of the day, I don't really feel like I'm doing like what I was called to do. So um, I've kind of been torn, like what to do, but yeah. I'm, uh, I'm still plugging away doing that. Um, I just decided to, to like get into nutrition after my own journey. And once I changed my nutrition and my health, that's when everything changed for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, people need more of this. They need to be educated on, um, on how to eat and the tools to get there and the habits that they have to have in place. So um, after it changed my life, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this for other people. So, okay. Well, kind, then of, let's- kind of separate
0: yeah. Let's get into that then. Uh, in your health story and journey, where did it begin? Did, was there a defining moment in life or did it just kind of happen over time?
1: So I've always been a really active person. Um, I played sports in high school and all throughout my twenties, I was you know, in the different gyms and I did boxing for a while and I did peer bar and then it was part of just a regular gym. And then I found my um, gym that I'm a part of now and it's called Live Training Center and it's just down the street from my house, which is perfect. And they have boot camp classes and then they also have like all those crazy American Ninja Warrior obstacles. Have you seen that show?
0: Yes. And I have people tell me all the time, like I should do it, but I am no, I've seen your like stories on IG and your posts and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so when I first started at the gym, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like, that's not for me, but maybe someday I could try it." It because it's really scary when you see it, and then you would see like open gym nights. You'd see the ninjas that were on the show come into practice, and it's incredible to watch them. They're just amazing athletes. But my fitness journey really started after I had my son Maverick. One because I needed some me time, so I was like, "I need to get out of the house. I need to go to the gym." And two, I knew it was good for me and it would give me more energy. I mean, that's what they say. You're like, yeah, you just need to go to the gym to get more energy. And you're like, I'm exhausted. So, But it really does work that way. But in that season of life, I was completely overwhelmed. And oh my gosh, Natalie, if I could paint the picture for your listeners, I just, I felt like my head was barely above water and I was just in survival mode. Um, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of women can relate because as women, we just take on so much. Um, but the first year of motherhood was a really hard transition for me and I was so overwhelmed with all the responsibilities and not sleeping. And then I was missing out on time with my husband that I used to have and friends. So I kept telling myself, I need to get back to the gym and I need to start eating healthy, but I didn't know where to start. And I decided that I was just going to hire a coach one because he was the expert and two, because I knew that he could help me get to where I wanted to go faster and with a lot less frustration. And for me, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's so expensive. But I knew that if I gave up other things to pay for the coach, then it was worth it. I just had to make a couple of sacrifices, but I, would, I wouldn't change it for the world. And I know that you believe in hiring a coach and kind of helping you learn and get to where, where you want to go faster.
0: Um, yeah, what, uh, how did you find the coach? Like, did you do research or what made you look into this particular coach and why did you hire this particular coach? Did you talk to a lot of people or was just, did you know this guy just from watching him or how did you know that this coach would help you?
1: Well, he was the owner or he is the owner of live training center and his name's Dale lively. And it started as I just need to lose this baby weight. And I started with him doing like personal training. And then he was like, we really need to start talking about nutrition because once you change your nutrition, that's kind of where everything starts to fall in into place. And I remember it was so hard once I started nutrition he was like, okay, you need to you know t- talk to me about the foods that I need to eat. And I was like, but I don't even have time to go to the grocery store. I don't even have healthy food in my fridge. And so we, it just seems so silly now, but we just like overcame like every obstacle that was standing in my way. And he would hold me accountable. We would schedule the time that I was going to go to the grocery store. I was going to have you know, shipped deliver it. Um, so I could be successful, but I, um, I had known him for a few years because I worked out there before I was pregnant, but I just trusted him, um, to walk me through the process and it was life-changing.
0: Yeah. Tell me about your eating habits then, whether like before you got pregnant with your first or during pregnancy and after and what changed and whether you want to go into like the specifics of what you eat or just generalization, totally up to you. But what did, what changed, uh, for you with your nutrition?
1: Well, before I was pregnant, I'm a Midwest girl. I'm from Michigan and we love our meat and potatoes and our <laughs> corn up there. And my mom was like the best cook ever growing up. So, so I always had like really good food. Um, but I remember when I started nutrition, I was like, I eat healthy. I mean, I eat, I don't really eat out that much. And so he had me start logging my food and he's like, let's actually see what you eat. And it's incredible what you realize when you have hard data in front of you and you're logging everything. And, um, going through the nutrition program, I just started to eat whole foods. Like, like they say shop the perimeter of the grocery store. Um, that's what, that's what we do. We just eat like lean meats, vegetables, fruits, anything that is not processed or in a box. Um, and, I always eat pizza. So that's the one thing I eat in a box, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah, like I, I, to, I
0: would say that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's my last pregnancy. I just, I kind of ate whatever. And people always say you're pregnant. You can eat whatever. And now I like, do not believe that I'm like, you should actually be eating better now um, for your baby. But I think that just mass media marketing and these big food, you know, the food industry try to, to tell us that things are healthy when they're really not. I think people are just misinformed. Um, And it's really, it's really sad. So I think going, hiring a coach and actually learning what's best for your body based on your body type and what your goals are, it'll really help you get to where you want to go.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think what you said with the shopping, the perimeter, that's like a great place to start. If you're really overwhelmed with, what you should eat is the perimeter has the fruits and vegetables, the, the lean meats usually, and, um, you know, healthy fats and, uh, you know, eggs and that sort of thing. So avoiding yeah. things that are packaged with ingredients and, and checking, you know, Oh, how many, you know, how many grams of carbs and fats and stuff is in this. It's just like, right. if you're eating something that doesn't have an ingredient list, then you're doing the right thing, going the right direction. Yeah. So, with working out then, did you work out? So before you had your baby, your first one, you were just kind of just going to the gym, doing, you know, whatever. Were you consistent with it? Were, was it uh, hard for you to, you know, have a routine? And then what changed with being pregnant and having the baby in that first year?
1: When I was pregnant, I worked out like two or three days a week. It was, I, I felt like it was a lot then. Because that was just it was kind of what I used to what I was used to, and I would have to like talk myself into going to the gym. you know that feeling like it's it's really hard to go to the gym now it's just what I do, and I like I'm sad when I miss a day, but during my pregnancy i I went like two or three days and then after I had the baby and started with my trainer, um I had that accountability from him to be there two days a week with him, and then I would try to do a couple days on my own, but as my journey progressed. I um I work out five or six days a week now.
0: What do you think it was that changed from going to this this mindset that I'm gonna work out two, maybe three days a week and I'm forcing myself to I'm working out five days a week and I love it? Like what changed there in your life?
1: I think I realized that if I wanna get to the goals that I have for myself, I need to put in more time and more effort um, with with being there and dedicating time, even when I may not feel like it. I definitely think the accountability of having my coach is what got me to go more. But then also I knew that if I wanted to get to those certain goals that I had, I had to work out harder and surrounding myself with other athletes and realizing how hard they were working. I was, I, I think sometimes People want this like six pack body and look a certain way, but they don't realize what goes into looking that way and how much dedication you have to have. And I also think I just, I just loved how I felt. It just became such a part of my life and I missed when I wasn't there.
0: Can you tell a difference then on the days that you're not working out versus the days you do and what what feels different on those days that you do versus you don't?
1: Yes, I can absolutely tell a difference, but it's hard to pinpoint what it is. It's so funny. The days that I don't go to the gym, it's like I want to eat junk all day long. And the days that I do go to the gym, like this morning I went at five, I am good. The rest of my day because I've put in the effort and I just don't want to ruin it. So it's just funny how that works.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm. It's so funny that you say that because I'm the same way. And for me, it's easier to. It's easier for me to do a workout than it is to eat healthy just because I like food and donuts and all the things. But yes. So when you're so right, when I work out and it's not even like, not even so much, you know, oh, I don't want to ruin that workout, but I just consciously like, or even subconsciously, I don't know, make healthier eating choices because it's just like, that's what I'm craving or that's what I want. And so I agree a hundred percent with the, the, if you work out, like it's almost a side effect of working out is that you're eating healthier.
1: Yes. Yes. And I completely agree with you love to eat food and I like, love to work out. I would much rather work out all day long and eat pizza, but I knew that if I want to get to where I want to go, I need to get my nutrition in check. I had so many weekends when I was going through nutrition, I would come back on Monday and my coach would be like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. Just wanted to eat and drink and be merry. And it was like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But you need to be okay with where you're at. And if you want to get to this point that you say you do, then some things need to change. And I think it was just my own trial and error and learning that uh, I can't continue to eat like this if I want to reach my goals. And it was really hard, but you know, I knew what I was supposed to do, but it was until I really felt, felt awful when I came out on Monday, I felt bloated and I felt just, I couldn't perform the same way. And after that, I said, it's not worth it. So we have our, our cheat meal once a week that we do, and I still eat donuts and don't don't drink wine right now, but, (laughs) um, yeah, I just, you know, try to keep it clean most of the time.
0: Yeah. What do you think is going to be different from your first pregnancy and your habits to the second pregnancy? Now that you've had, you've reached so many amazing goals that you set for yourself. What do you think is going to be different, uh, between the two
1: pregnancies and your health? Oh gosh. I haven't thought about this one um, I felt great my first pregnancy. So I'm, I'm hoping I don't put on as much weight, but I also know I need to give myself grace during this season and just love myself no matter what. I hope to continue to, to compete in the Savage Races while I'm pregnant. And there was a couple of girls this past race in November that were five months pregnant and running. And I was like, that's awesome. I don't know what year it was, but I remember it was the Olympics, the volleyball player. And she was she was still doing her thing. And I don't know how far along she was, but I was like, she can do it. So can I. So I just hope to be active and um, feel good and have a healthy baby. I don't really have too high of expectations, but I'm definitely going to be cleaner with what I'm eating versus the first time around.
0: Yeah. Have you given thought to once this baby does come, what it looks like for you afterwards with exercise. And I'm, I mean, I'm not talking like in the first, you know, several months of this new baby yeah. coming, but I know before we got on the actual, we started recording, we were talking about, you know, not feeling extremely overwhelmed with that first year of having a baby. How do you, and, or have you thought about it, anticipated what it would be like now that you'll have two and what, how would you prioritize your health now that you're going to have, lot more stuff going on. Well,
1: I know. I've been praying about it. Um, just for God to to lead me and um where I should, you know, where I can find that time and how I can show up as the best mom and the and also for myself. Um but I I feel like it takes a village. So this next time around I think I'm just gonna schedule the time that I'm going to be at the gym that I'm gonna take for myself. And Make sure I have people to help me out to go to the gym. And um, before I was like, "Oh, I'll I'll get to it when I get to it," and that attitude is. I think that's how everyone is. Like, "Oh, I'll get to it when I feel like it or um, when I have the time," and then it just never happens. And that's how I was the first time around. So this time, I think I'm just going to say these are the days I'm going to go, and I'm just going to start small again and go from there.
0: Do you work out at home at all, or is it mostly just at the gym?
1: It's it's really just at the gym, and workouts for me are all over the place. I, I'm I do um, my OCR uh, or obstacle course racing um, training with my coaches or with my coach, and then I do boot camp classes at the gym, and then I do an obstacle course class that like simulates a race, and then I run on my own, and it's all different times. It's just when it fits in my schedule. I wish it could be every day at this time, but that's just not what works for mom life and full working, you know, full-time mom or full-time job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that brings up such a good point is, I mean, I try to, I preach that like the morning is the best time, not for any other reason that then, you know, like your day just gets away from you. So if you don't do it in the morning and this is probably for those people that are just have the kind of the same routine day after day, but if you have the, uh, discipline to still do it, whether it's at eight o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the afternoon or eight o'clock at night, I think then, you know, you do if you give yourself grace, but then like you're in a position where you, if you miss it, you, uh, if you miss a workout, you miss it, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, like you wish you would have done it. So I think you're just in a place of, advancement, I guess, for compared to a lot of people Mm -hmm. that are just like, um, yeah, working out is, is a lot of work.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's for, if, for the people that feel like it's so hard to get to the gym, I would just encourage them to start really small. And I've done a lot of research on habit change and just making it easy for yourself to do something, whether it's leaving your, you know, leaving your shoes next to the door, already packing your gym bag and having it in your car, you know, the odds of you going increase if you, you know, if you're already ready to go you kind of remove any barrier that prevents you from getting there. Um,
0: yeah. Amen. I, I would a hundred percent agree with that is being prepared and being intentional with the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, you're going to go to the gym, like you said you were and make, keep that promise to yourself what would you say are your future goals? So you're obviously in a unique position that in the next year you're going to have a little baby, but Mm -hmm. if you were to, uh, set goals for next year on what your fitness and health looks like, what would, what would that be?
1: Gosh, it's crazy to think about a year from now, but I know it's going to fly by so fast. Um, my answer is going to be a little bit different than it would be normally. Um, but I, if I wasn't pregnant, I would say apply to be on American Ninja warrior. Um, Oh, I love that because yeah, it's really, it's really cool, um, to watch them do their thing, but we'll see maybe, maybe the next season. And I think my goal is just to continue to take care of myself and make sure I have a healthy baby and, and then just kind of try to schedule what that season of life is gonna look like afterwards, schedule the time for myself so I can hopefully be coaching a lot of a lot of women through it. I started to think maybe I could help women that are pregnant. You know, a lot of times people think, oh well, I'm gonna continue having babies, so I'm not gonna work on my health. And I'm like, no, this is the time to do it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh you kind of already mentioned a little bit about like what your advice would be to somebody and you were saying, you know, just to start. Is there anything else you would add to that, uh, for anyone that's just like feeling stuck or in a rut or just not knowing where to start? Do you have any advice for them?
1: Yeah. So this is what I said um, for my advice. I talked a little bit about giving yourself grace and I think that's so important. And most people starting out on their health journey, it's either because it's time for them to make a change And, or they've had some like hard realization that it's time or they've already tried everything else and they're desperate to, to, you know, that this thing's going to work. Um, but I think it's so important to love yourself exactly where you are and just look for the good in everything. And I like, was I where I wanted to be physically after my baby? No, but I also created a life and that's like freaking incredible. So I just, I loved myself even when I was 30 pounds heavier than I was now. And I love myself now, even though I'm, you know, not to the goals that I have. Um, And then the second part is to make the decision to do something every day and just start really, really small. Do something that will move you closer to your goals, even if it's just five minutes. I think so many times we look at our end goal and it's paralyzing because the gap between where you are and where you wanna be just seems so big. And we get stuck dreaming about the life we want and not actually doing anything about it. So, um, I think just, just starting really, really small, there's this term, it's called activation energy. I don't know if you've heard it, but it basically, if you think of a rocket ship taking off, it uses more energy in the first three miles of takeoff than it does the entire rest of the trip. So it works the same way when you're changing your habits you have to start extremely small and like, if you have a goal to do 20 push push-ups, start with doing two and then you do two and you're like, okay, I can do five. But if you just say like 20, it's, it takes a lot more energy and a lot more motivation and people tend to fail when they, when they, you know, set too lofty a goals. You
0: seem like you have an amazing awareness and I don't know if that's the right word, but I guess self love. What, do you, what would you attribute that to or how would you advise someone to, to have this same self-love and respect and gratitude? Do you have anything that you do specifically?
1: I always have my, I have my morning routine and I know that you to, are a total believer in morning routine, but I do my devotional and I pray in the morning and then I always write down the three things that I'm grateful for. And it just, it really puts things in perspective. It's just the smallest things. Like today, I was grateful for like watching Transformers with my son because we were just laughing and uh, I was gr- I'm was i grateful that I have a body that I can move. I wrote that down today and I just remind myself at the beginning of the day, what I'm grateful for. And throughout the day, it just makes little things like, or anything that happens just not seem so um, you know, like such a big deal. And I always tell myself, don't sweat the small stuff. It's it's not a big deal. So I, I try to be laid back about any little thing that happens, but loving myself, it, I think it's been a long road. Um, but I just, I don't, don't think there's any other way. If you are like hard on yourself, then you just, you kind of, I don't know, it just prevents you from getting you where you want to go. Just try to love yourself and be proud of any little step that you can take towards the right direction. You know,
0: uh, I love that, and I I agree. Like you said, the morning routine and setting that up and doing gratitude stuff. I think that's so good and so important. So that's awesome. Where can people find you if they want to follow along on your American Ninja Warrior <laughs> training? Maybe not this next year, but yeah. in the years to come, where can people find you?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, on Instagram, I am Mare Killingsworth, M-E-R-E. I have the longest name ever, so <laughs> to <laughs> cut it, Mare. And my website is MeredithKillingsworth.com. And my email, hello at MeredithKillingsworth.com. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you, Meredith. Your story is incredible and it's just so encouraging to hear. And I really appreciate you being here today.
1: Oh, Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. I feel like we're like long lost sisters or something, but I can't wait to have you on, on my podcast someday when it awesome. comes.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Catch you later. If this episode got you thinking, Hey, I could really use an expert to help guide me. Maybe you've tried doing this whole fitness thing on your own, or you've followed what your sister-in-law is doing, but it's just not working for you. Whatever the case may be, I am super excited to tell you about my group program, including a VIP option for more one-on-one support that kicks off here in June. In this 30-day group fitness program, you will go from feeling frustrated Guilty and hopeless with your fitness goals, to feeling in control and confident that you can, in fact, implement a consistent and sustainable routine that fuels your days with creativity, patience, and productivity. Oh, and you'll probably lose weight along the way. So just head on over to my Instagram account. That's Natalie Jean Fit, N A T A L E E J E A N F I T. And send me a direct message as I would love to chat more about this opportunity and see if it's a good fit for where you are in your journey. I cannot wait to see how your story unfolds. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fit for Business podcast. My hope is that you take some tips and nuggets, things that resonated with you in today's episode and apply it to your personal health journey. I'm Natalie Jean, and I'll see you next week.